I'm Jay Pitts, a real estate broker, agent, leader, and investor. For the last decade, I've navigated the craziest of real estate markets this country has ever seen, selling over 2,000 homes, moving in and out of markets, always ahead of the curve. And now I'm bringing that perspective to you. This is your resource, and Real Talk About Real Estate starts right now. Welcome back to another episode of Resource, Real Talk About Louisville Real Estate. I'm your host, Jay Pitts, broker owner of REMAX Premier Properties, leader of JT Pitts and Associates. Uh, so we're here today, and I'm going to talk to you about something that's pretty basic. You know, I tend to kind of maybe wax poetic, you know, go into what I feel are pretty heavy topics for you, things that... I think you can put to use in your real estate business that may give you a boost to your mindset. It may give you, you know, kind of a theoretical path for where the market is heading or, or what you should do to make yourself successful. Today is no different, except I'm going to say that it is a very, very simple, not easy, but simple thing to remember. It's a reminder, if you will. It's something that, you know, you've heard in your life in one form or fashion, you know, probably a dozen or more times, you know, expressed to you by your mentors, your your idols, your, your the individuals you look to for wisdom. It's something that is reinforced passively every day. But um, it's just something that I think is really, really impactful. So we're going to get into that here in just a moment. Uh, I appreciate your your attendance week by week. You know, checking in, asking questions, showing us the love that you've shown us in the past on the podcast. A bit of information about how you can find us. Number one, we love it when you engage with our content in any way, shape, or form. We appreciate the response to the JTPU Quick Hits. That's our sister piece of content. 30-second episodes, bite-sized, questions answered from real real estate agents that you can put to use in your business immediately, immediately. So find us anywhere online in all the socials, uh, facebook.com slash the resource podcast. That is our Facebook page. You will find links, you will find clips, you can find information there. You can find us in our Facebook group. If you're a local real estate agent, you'd like to get in on the conversation, please reach out to me. I will get you added. We will get you in on the conversation. You can find us on social. Probably our primary distribution channel is Instagram, at Realtor. You can find reels. You can find you know, Instagram stories and feed posts that will allow us to interact with you and provide you the best of what you want from resource. Um, we love that. I have a goal this year. We're near 7,000 followers. If you are not a follower, I would appreciate a follow on that platform. We're trying to get to 10,000. If you know me, if you don't, if you're just a listener, if you're just a follower of what we do, you'll know that I always have, I always have a projection. I always have something out in front of myself that I'm striving for that, uh, you know, is, is set to be achieved in the near term, 10,000 by the end of the year. That's one of them as well as a thousand subscribers on our YouTube channel. We'd appreciate that support as well. YouTube.com slash Realtor, any and everything video, real estate, 
uh, motivational, team, brokerage, training, leading, mentorship, anything we do, you're going to find housed on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash jpitsrealder. You can find me on Twitter if you want to talk about like some more personal stuff. That is at JTPA Louisville, at JTPA Louisville. You can find the similar stuff that we do as I drop my dot loop you know, squishy ball. Patrick is about to go pick it up for me. You're going to see me leave the screen here in a moment, or maybe I can just switch over to my pumpkin that you guys, trusty pumpkin that you guys probably love seeing me play with. I'm a fidgeter while I talk, you know, pacing. I'm kind of tied to this mic. I can't move on. So yeah, uh, TikTok at J underscore pits on TikTok. Uh, that's where you're going to find similar uh, video content that you'd find over on Instagram reels iTunes, find us there. Give us a five-star review. Follow us. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Get the episodes delivered directly to your device. The same on Spotify. We're everywhere else you podcast as well, but those are the two most notable, so those are the ones we mentioned. All right, let's get into it. Simple, not easy is the theme for the day. Simple, not easy. You hear me say that about a lot of things when it comes to real estate because ultimately... We find that discipline dictates our, set, our success, our, our change from good to great. The difference is discipline. Okay, I said it, you know, on the Real Estate Rockstars podcast, it made like one of their national like review, year-end review, kind of like quote of the year kind of things. The difference between good and great is discipline. And what I'm going to ask of you today what I'm going to suggest for you today requires the utmost amount of discipline, but that's not the theme. The theme of the day is one single word, and that's patience. Patience. Now, patience can manifest a number of different ways in your career in real estate. It can contribute to your success or the lack thereof in nearly infinitely many ways. Patience is absolutely critical though. What I do best is mentor new to the industry real estate agents to success. And that is a spectrum. It could be Year day one to the end of year one, it could be day one to the end of year 10. You know, the second agent I ever hired reminds me the other day, he's been here 12 years. Okay, the one I hired before that was a year, year or so before. So I've been mentoring agents for 13 years formally in my career as a real estate team leader or broker. And Bringing agents along from the infancy stage of their career to enormous success is what I do best. That could look something that could look anywhere from like what to do day one in the business as soon as the ink is dry on your license to building a massive team. In fact, nine of the top 25 teams in the state of Kentucky with Remax are within my brokerage. So this is what I do best, but patience is required. And the biggest mistake that I see from new real estate agents is a lack of patience. They want everything to happen immediately. I'd say a, 
you know, a close second is the failure to launch kind of challenge that you see. That's the ones that don't take action, but the ones that are destined for success are immediately in action. And their problem is patience. They get frustrated. They develop a challenge in their mind mentally with what they should see as success. They have a hard time accepting success for the fact that they want it to be even better. So patience Patience with respect to results is imperative. Success is not made overnight. Now, I have agents that join my firm, that join my team, that are consistently challenging the limits of that statement. I have an agent with us right now, did five pendings and six, five pending sales in six weeks first six weeks in the business. This is not a transfer from another company. This gentleman had never filled out a purchase offer in his life. Had never filled out a purchase offer in his life six, eight weeks ago when he joined my team and he did five pendings in the first six weeks he was with us. He was incredibly active. So don't mistake me when I say patience is required to mean that a lack of activity is acceptable. There is no patience with respect to action. You must get an action immediately, but the results must have patience. You must have patience waiting for those results. We talk often about lead indicators versus lag indicators or lag measures and lead indicators. The lead indicator is the action. The lag measure is the result. You don't make a million dollars a year without doing the work that gets you there. Everyone's path is different. I'm consistently reminded of that as well. Some people take five years to succeed. Some people take 10 years to succeed. It also depends on your definition of success. But regardless of what your definition is, regardless of what it is, it requires patience to achieve that result patience. If you allow frustration to creep into your mind, to affect your level of activity, to affect your ability to connect with a client, build rapport, you know, soak up their frustration and spit back positivity. If you allow those personal feelings, those emotions to affect your ability to do the things that are integral to your success. If you let those derail your action, how can you possibly expect the results, much less in a below average timetable? It does not happen. So patience is required. Here's here's how it manifests in real life. Great example. Pass it along to your sellers because they require the same patience that you require. Your success is an extension of theirs. You help your clients succeed, and that's what success looks like to you. You help enough clients be successful, and you will be successful. Plain and simple. So you need to practice what you preach, but you also need to mentor these clients to do exactly what you're trying to do. Now, I don't know about you, but I find it easier to do the difficult thing when I'm teaching someone else 
to do the difficult thing. I find it easier to do the difficult thing while being an example of how to do the difficult thing. May or may not come as a surprise to you, but in groups in school, I was always the group spokesperson. I think those are the people that have podcasts these days. I'm not sure. I never, ever was afraid to take responsibility for what the group had done. I was never, ever afraid to stand up and convey the effort that was put forth by the group and the result that was achieved at you know, at the end of the day. It's what I did best, frankly, was explain the efforts that produce the conclusion. This is what you must do with your clients. If you've got a seller that the market is telling them that their home should sell for more money than they ever dreamed and in two days... That's an obstacle that you have to overcome, especially when it doesn't happen exactly the way that they expect it. You have to set the expectation up front, which I'm sure you've done. You're all good real estate agents. But that doesn't mean that they're hearing you. And when they don't hear you, or even if they do, and they hope and pray and feel, feeling is the enemy, when they feel... Like despite the warning that you've given that the result is still going to be as they expected. When they feel that, they put themselves in an emotional disadvantage. So you have to be the one that coaches them in that situation. You have to be the one that walks them back off the ledge when their home that was supposed to sell for more money than they'd ever expected in two days is now still on the market three weeks later. And they're facing negative feedback and showing after showing after showing after showing after showing showing with no offers or maybe low offers. You have to teach them to exercise patience. Just had a listing. In the high 600s, you know, probably close to triple our market median price. At least double. I don't know what the what the ridiculous number that we've we've ascended to at this moment based on this lack of inventory, but at least double our market median, right? Sit for fifty four days after going under contract and losing a deal once very early on. Ended up with four offers on the property, and it sold for nearly full price. Probably could have gotten full price, got a cash offer slightly less. And all it required was patience. Now, I'm here to tell you folks, here in this Louisville market, we have a very, very interesting situation with respect to inventory. And I'm not going to throw a ton of stats at you today because this forum is not the best for it. But this will help underscore. When it comes to listings hitting the market, okay, comes to listings hitting the market, I look at year over year at the same time frame. So how many listings came to market from January to March 15th, March 16th, 
what is today? March 16th. January 1st to March 16th, 2019. That's a number. How many came to the market between January 1st and March 16th, 2020? And 2021. And now, now 2022. Got a four-year comparison here. Of those four years, we had far and away the most number of listings come to market in 2020. Just prior to the pandemic, if you'll remember three, you know, mid-March is when things started to go south there. Uh, that that year was about half a little, little about 60%. We got about 60% of that number come to the market in 2019 and then far, far less in 2020. So, or 2021, excuse me. So, and we are kind of off a cliff in terms of how much less we've had come on the market in 2022 as even compared to 2021. We are 206 listings less come to market this year versus last year. We are 909 listings less than 2020. And probably the most normal year of the four being 2019, we are 554 listings to market less than that year. So what we're seeing is the resurgence of this low inventory transaction kind of fundamentals that we saw in the summer of last year when inventory bottomed out. We're seeing still strong demand, though I believe it to be slightly less than we saw this time last year. But, you know, selling contingent on buying, not the other way around. It's been historically acceptable. Selling contingent on buying, waiver of appraisals, waiver of inspections, appraisal gap guarantees, you know, buying without seeing the properties, all those things have had a resurgence of late, okay? And it's because of the extreme disparity in inventory that we have. So most listings are selling in about six minutes. But that doesn't absolve you from being an agent that is capable of having the challenging discussion when the seller's listing doesn't sell right away, do not rush out and drop the price twenty grand seven days on market because you're afraid that a buy that that prospective buyers will will brand you as a damaged property. The longer you wait, the more likely your client is going to get an offer that is suitable to them. Yes, there's going to be the opportunists that come along and try to cut your knees off. Okay, try to lowball you into oblivion. Resist the urge. You as a seller, just because or as a as a listing agent and just because you've been snake bitten by a seller that refuses to price their home appropriately, do not be afraid to take listings that are three to five, eight, even 10%, depending on the specific locale, above where your comps say they should be. Because the market is moving their direction. You always want to be ahead of the market. If the market's falling away from you, prices are dropping, you or your price reduction has to get in front of the drop. If your market is appreciating quickly, you have to 
price appropriately so that the market comes to you. You never want to be in the opposite situation where the market's running away. But those are emotional decisions. We're not in the business of emotional decisions. We're in the business of rational decisions. Patience is a rational notion. Delayed gratification is a rational notion. Just like the brand new agent has to be patient to allow their efforts to materialize in terms of income by way of clients choosing to work with them, a seller has to be patient and let the right buyer come along. There is a time and a place to take the first offer you receive, especially when it's a good solid offer with decisive action. But I would be willing to tell you that if you're not pricing in such a way, because frankly, pricing is usually designed to create showings. A home sells itself. It's a different kind of sales that we're in here. You don't sell homes. Homes sell themselves. You market homes and price homes appropriately and then shepherd the client through the process. You price properties to create showings. Showings create sales. But if you're not pricing the property such that you give a prospective buyer pause when they see And they have to think to themselves, is this really worth it? And some decide no, and some decide yes. And even fewer make an offer, and even fewer, only one typically get accepted. If you're not pricing that way, then you're doing your client a disservice. You're leaving money on the table for your sellers. You know, 27% of all sellers, based on a 2021 NAR survey, have referred their listing agent more than four times. I think maybe it was four or more. But one in four of your seller clients will refer you four times or more. But out of 25,000 home purchasers that ranked their experience as perfectly satisfied, as perfectly satisfied, they could not have been happier as a result of their their home purchasing experience. Out of 25,000, A very, very small percentage, I'm verifying as we speak, a very small percentage, 28%. Only 28% could even remember their realtor's name 12 months later. These are 2020 home purchasers that ranked their experience as perfectly satisfied in 2020. When surveyed again in 2021, only 28% could remember their agent's name. You're not building rapport with buyers. You build rapport, real rapport, lasting rapport, career-creating rapport. You build that with sellers.
Now, I often tell you that you start with buyers because that's what's there for you. That's absolutely true. And you, yes, you can build rapport that creates a career with buyers, but you got to be better than the agents that represented the twenty-eight, the 25,000 less than two years ago. And it's not an extremely high bar to set, but it's much more difficult with buyers than sellers. Also, to underscore this fact, 90% of sellers used an agent in the year of 2020. 90%, highest number on record. 7% FISBO, 1% iBuying. Out of the 7% FISBO, 3.5% were intra-family transactions. At the time where sellers have the least incentive to use real estate agents in the history of real estate, they are using real estate agents at a higher percentage than ever before. And it's because you are the one that has to be able to tell them to have patience when they want to drop the price to sell it in six days because that's what the news tells them they should do. What do we say? We say your income is directly related to the size of the problem that you can fix. And when someone drops their price by 25000 because it's been on the, on the market for seven days, that's a potential $25,000 mistake. To the average homeowner, that is an incredible, incredible mistake. It's not easy to tell someone to have patience. You're sticking your neck out. But when you solve big problems, you get paid well. When you can be the calm in the storm, can show them in your own actions what it's like to have the patience that is required to succeed, they'll refer you four times or more. Because that is what sets the tone for being a top agent. Making your trademark the way that people remember you creates lasting wealth through this residential real estate game as a career for you. Patience. It's simple, but it's not easy. Focus on patience. All right, folks, we appreciate you. Uh, for joining in this week. As a quick reminder, you can find us on social media, uh, facebook.com slash the resource podcast. On Instagram, would love a follow there to help us get to 10,000 at J Pitts Realtor. Check out the reels, snippets from the show, the whole nine. Find us on Twitter at JTPA Louisville, on TikTok for similar content as Instagram at J underscore Pitts. Would love a subscription on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash J Pitts Realtor, trying to get to 1,000 for the year. Uh, we are consistently releasing new JTPU quick hits episodes for you. We will be recording more soon. Uh, we did just about 20 questions provided from our very productive agents, 20 deal a year on average agents here within Remax Premier Properties. Uh, just quick 30-second questions on how to improve your business. We're going to come back with another batch of those, and we'll continue running those out uh, one to two a week to kind of meet your needs and your demand. Once again, you can find us anywhere you podcast, 
anywhere, literally anywhere you can find a podcast, that's where we will be. But more specifically, we'd appreciate a five-star review, a follow, whatever, a share, anything you can do. Uh, over there on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. Once again, I am your host of Resource Real Talk about Louisville Real Estate, Jay Pitts, broker owner, Remax Premier Properties, leader at JT Pitts and Associates, the number one team in the state of Kentucky. Very, very proud of my agents. On pace to do another phenomenal year. We will be back here every Wednesday. That is my commitment. I don't know that it, you know, that life will. Um, uh, that life will be kind to me in this endeavor. But like, like I said earlier in the episode, I like to set goals. My commitment is to come to you with over 200 videos this year um, to help you grow and learn and you know just provide your clients better service in this residential real estate game. So we appreciate you joining in. We'll be back real soon. Check us out next week.